Do you guys know what song I am singing? Here's a hint. It's a Christmas song. It is my favorite Christmas song. Ooh, whoa. I'm a terrible singer, but when that song comes on, I'm singing. Okay? I'm singing. You want to know what song that is? It's Last Christmas by Wham. The best Christmas song ever made. There, I said it. It's not Jingle All the Way. It's not uh, Deck the Halls. You know, it's not a Frank Sinatra hit. It's not an Elvis hit. It's Wham. It is George Michael. Tell me that that's not the best Christmas song. Merry Christmas. This is Teddy coming at you with another Teddy Diaries special edition. Christmas. Best time of the year. So they say. So I say. I still say that even though times are tough. You know, uh... 2020 was rough, 2021 was rough, may even be rougher. I think I had a a tougher year this year than last year. It was definitely weirder. It was probably the weirdest year I've ever had. You know, a lot of uh, tragic stuff happened this year. Uh, My grandfather died randomly. Uh, my stepdad almost died from COVID, but he seems to be doing better, thank God. Thank God I'll be able to see him on Christmas. But unfortunately, my my grandfather, I won't be able to. So, Christmas evening's going to be tough as I go to my dad's, as everybody's going everybody's gonna to be uh, over there. It's going to be different, but, you know, it's life. Uh, He's there with us, you know, spiritually and in our hearts. And we can't let the, uh, the mourning overcome the, the joy of, of Christmas and family. So with that being said, Ooh, whoa! I have a list here of what I will be talking about today. I love Christmas, you know. Um, If you know me, I'm really big into the Halloween holiday. I'm really big into the creepy, scary stuff. But I have a light side. I have a joyous side. Joyful side. And that's when Christmas... Christmas, it comes to light. Um, I love, you know, spending time with family, seeing family members that I haven't seen in a while. 
I love giving. The older I get, the more I appreciate uh, giving rather than receiving. And I like uh, bringing joy to people, giving them gifts and stuff. But today, uh, I want to talk about a person that I believe he, he did die this year. It was Santa Claus. Santa Claus died. It's true. Santa died this year. And the Santa I'm talking about, his name was Bob. Bob was Santa my entire life. He would... uh, he would come around, you know, December, and my mom used to, she used to work at a bank in, uh, well, she still works at a bank, but um, where she used to work, he would always come Christmas week at the bank and have, uh, you know, a, a chair in front of the door for people to come in with their kids and would, you know, sit on his lap, and he would ask what they would want for Christmas, this and that. And Bob was unique because he was into crafting things. And every year, if you would go and visit him as a kid or as an adult, he would give you a button that was handcrafted. So you'd sit on his lap, you'd tell him what you would want for Christmas. He would always smell nice. He would always smell like cookies. He would always smell like Santa. He would always smell like Santa. Okay? So after you would tell him what you would want, he he would give this, you know, backstory of Mrs. Claus, the elves and everything. And then he would he would have this sack of of buttons. And he would get you to, you know, pick one out to keep. And he, I would get one every single year. And I always loved that moment. That moment. Erica makes fun of me when I say moment. But anyway, uh, I would always pick a button. And mom, she collected them over time. And she would pin them or sew them onto my stocking. And I had, I, I don't know how many I had, uh, but that Bob the Santa, uh, Santa the Bob, or whatever, uh, Santa, uh, he was an interesting cat because I wouldn't only see him around Christmas time. During the summer, I would see him randomly. And you know what he was doing? Do you know what Santa was doing during the summer? He was getting fit. He was staying healthy. You know. He probably eats cookies during the winter, during Christmas time, but in the summer, he was staying fit. He was staying fit. You know why I say that? Because 
it'd be a random time, me and my brother, or me and my friends would be outside of my house, and we would just look down the hill, and lo and behold, Santa would be there. Santa would be riding in a, what do you call it, a mobo, I looked it up earlier, a mobo triton bike, and that's a bike where you lay down on your back, and it has, let's see, it has one big wheel in the front and two small ones in the back. I ain't never seen anything like that as a kid. I was like, oh, that's that's Santa's special fitness bike that he only can ride. And it would just be random times. He would, you know, just be riding down the road. Santa! Santa! You know, that was always a a funny moment, <laughs> a funny moment in my life as a kid, seeing Santa in the summer riding that weird bike. But unfortunately, he passed away this year, and Santa's, he's dead. But I will, I will always remember Bob as the real Santa. Uh, moving on with this, you know, Christmas special episode. Uh, I want to talk about being an underdog, okay? I think all of my life I have been an underdog. And I say that because I have an older brother and... It was almost like he was better than me at everything. I was always in second place. Now, I'm not calling myself a loser. Maybe I am. But I was always in as a, uh, an underdog going into whatever whatever I was doing if it correlated with, say, my brother or whatever growing up, okay? Because I was small. I'm still small. I, I still consider myself an underdog because I'm short as today. 5'7", <laughs> yeah. But um, growing up, I was bullied a lot by my brother. He would torment me, and my mom, my my old babysitter that uh, pretty much saw me and my brother grow up all through, you know, elementary and into high school, that they were surprised that I made it out. They are surprised that I made it out alive. <laughs> but, uh, so I had to deal with, which I love my brother, by the way. Um, it, it's nothing like it was. Uh, but, I mean, you know, older brothers do pick on their younger brother, their younger sibling. And maybe I just had it harder. <laughs> but I always looked at things to try to relate to them and things that would inspire me. And... A big thing growing up that really 
related towards me or resonated towards me was the film's Rocky. And Sylvester Stallone was an idol of mine, still is an idol. He's still kicking ass at, you know, a thousand years old. But the Rocky movies really inspired me into, you know, wanting to wanting to win, wanting to overcome this underdog position. And Rocky really, it really helped me get through this underdog persona. And maybe it it's a reason why I went into fighting, into martial arts. Because I started martial arts when I was in mid-high school. I think maybe ninth, 10th grade, I started karate because I was still getting my ass kicked by my brother and picked on in high school. <sighs> Once eighth, so in my high school, eighth grade, you go into the high school. Eighth grade was tough. There's a lot of bullies. A lot of people that would, that would pick on me and my friends and everything. So, I looked at martial arts as a opportunity to overcome this uh, this underdog persona, and then you know I started sparring. I started understanding these these skills that could you know help me in the future against these against these enemies (laughs) so it was one Christmas okay bring it back to Christmas all right this was the day that my brother pretty much stopped coming after me in a physical way one Christmas we were getting ready to go to my grandmother's uh, family event and for whatever reason I was just like I'll sit in the front seat with my mom and we were waiting on Jeffrey of course because he took forever (laughs) but as he got out he realized that oh Justin's in the front seat that can't happen that won't happen so he would be knocking and then hitting the window, the passenger side window, wanting me to get out. And he wouldn't get in. He was like, I want to be in the front seat. I'm older. I want to be in the front seat. Get up. I had it. All of my (laughs) tortured life of, you know, being just beat up by him, and just society kicking me in the balls. I looked at mom and I was, I said, I'm done. I've, I've had enough. So I got out and I smacked him right in the face. I smacked him and I was like, 
dude, I'm, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of being bullied. I'm tired of being just kicked in the dirt by you. So I smacked him. And of course, he retaliated. And you know what I did? I judo through his ass. From my martial arts background, I used it for the very first time. I judo through him. He landed right on his ass and on his back on the pavement. And he had a bloody elbow. Maybe a bloody finger. Right then and there, I stood up to myself. And I stood up to him. I was no longer the underdog between me and him. We were, if not equals. But that was a big moment. That was a big transition in my life where I kind of. My brother's not the enemy. I'm not saying that. It's that older brother, younger brother transition where the older brother realizes that he shouldn't be doing this anymore. That his younger brother has grown up and can handle himself. In situations like that. Now he may not think that. But in my mind. That's when I knew. I'm a bad mother. Flipper. I don't know. (laughs) Oh man. So nowadays. Life's just stressful. Life is the older brother. Life is what kicks you in the balls. Life is what judo throws you on the pavement. And these past two years, it's like a PTSD... (laughs) It's like a PTSD version of my brother. Just kick me in the balls. Beat my ass. But the advice is to stand up and look at your bully. Look at your older brother or sister in the face and be like, you're not doing this anymore. And this year, it's been super, super tough. It's been a real roundhouse kick in the nuts. But you know what? You have to keep standing. You have to be the bigger person. You have to kick life by its balls. Does that sound right? You have to kick life in in between the legs and be like, no. I'm going to take over life. I'm going to show you. I'm sounding like Ali right now. I'm going to show you how great I am. I'll show you how great I am. (sighs) 
the reason the what I'm getting at is my New Year's resolution is going to be strict. It's going to be painful. It's going to be my new bully. But my goal is to beat that bully, to beat my New Year's resolution. I'm going to have several on the list because there are there are several things that I need to overcome, you know. Addiction is a big thing. We shouldn't let addiction take over our lives and make us weak. I don't really have a list written down, but that that's a big thing for me is uh, addiction of things. I have to overcome those because it makes me weak. Um, my health, eating right, working out consistently, getting to my goal weight. Like I said, if you listen to the last episode of Unhelpful Advice, I gained 20-some pounds this year. Just this year. And that could be due to, you know, many things. I eat like garbage. Well, I wouldn't say that. I eat pretty good. Better than I used to. But I have my moments of just craving ice cream. Of just craving peanut butter with whipped cream. Yes, I do eat that, and it's amazing. But I'm wanting to, you know, get rid of that 20 pounds and replace it with muscle and to look better, to feel better and to look better for Erica, for my girlfriend, (laughs) so she won't have to see my disgusting body. There's many things uh, that I won't say on this episode, but I will have I will have ready to go for, I guess, a future episode, maybe with Steve, because I'm sure we're going to do a New Year's resolution episode. But um, yeah, I'm I'll probably eat like garbage on Christmas, but. We deserve that after the year we had. We deserve to just have a good time with family. You know, just we just have to be safe with all this bullshit COVID. But we deserve to have a nice apple pie for, for each other. I would eat a whole apple pie by myself right now. But anyway... I'm excited for this this Christmas, even though it's been a rough year, been a rough two years, but we're going to make the most of it because that's all you can do. That's all you can do. And even talking about this podcast, you know, I still feel like Steve and I are underdogs in this because everybody has a podcast. <laughs> Every person has a podcast, especially if you're white. <laughs> Okay, so 
I feel as though we're still underdogs in this game, but we're still grinding. I'm, we're still trying to figure out, you know, new ways or new elements for this show to make it more entertaining and make it grow and let other people know that we're here doing this thing. And it's a grind for sure. And I wouldn't say it's 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 hard, you know, promoting wise. It's hard getting this that maybe this episode in particular out there for more listeners. But we've overcome the fear of talking on the microphone. We've overcome that aspect of it. And in that, doing this is easy. You're just talking. Okay? Steve and I, we're like, it seems like we're experts now at just talking into the mic to each other. It's just the conversation. You don't really have to... Ooh, you put effort into it, but don't try so hard, you know. And we're still underdogs, but we enjoy doing it. I enjoy doing this. I enjoy doing cryptic files. It's a grind, but it keeps us it keeps us motivated. And I'm hoping that next year, which is another New Year's resolution, that this podcast grows even more with new things on the horizon that I've promised that hasn't happened yet, but it's coming, and I swear to God, I'm going to be serious. I swear to God that this podcast is going to grow. Me and Steve are going to grow. And for that, Merry Christmas. Ooh, wow. Ooh, wow. You don't like my singing? I'm sorry. I don't like my singing either. But everybody should sing because it brings endorphins, I guess. It brings joy. There's nothing like a good song to listen to and sing along. And for that, Merry Christmas, cousin. Merry Christmas, cousin. Love you guys. Hope you have a great Christmas, great holidays. Um, We'll send it off with a a dope-ass song. Uh, God bless you and your mother. I said that last episode. Steve was like, Jesus Christ, Steve. Or, Justin. Very cringe. But, you know, I'm a cringy guy. So, fuck it. Merry Christmas. God bless. Cousin. Cold outside.